0: Welcome to the Weird But Wonderful podcast. This is last week's episode. If you'd like to get today's episode, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash one weird podcast and get episodes a week early by supporting the show. Either way, enjoy the episode. I'll talk to you next time. Peace. It's the Weird But Wonderful podcast. Welcome. Welcome back. It's your weekly dose of weirdness. The pretty big asterisks on the word weekly are uh, with me, the prince of maple syrup, James Carline. On this show, we take a journey into the minds of strange people doing strange things. I'd love nothing more than to kick this one off with, you know, in these times of shutdowns, re-shutdowns, re-restrictions. You know, I want to bring people together and in my mind, there's really... No way to bring us together when we're apart. Then misconnections. My my personal favorite segment, and I just wanna, I just wanna, you know, jump in. I wanna, I wanna kick this one off with some love. Kick it off on that love thing. Um, how's your day going? <laughs> Worse now. Yeah, me too. Um, this one is a girl and her rhino in Cornwall Park in Bellingham, Washington in the sun and rain i see you reading day after day do i need to explain what misconnections is if you if you if you're brand new to the idea of misconnections it's basically you had a seemingly meaningless encounter with someone in the real world and uh maybe maybe you and another person at like a coles or a woolworths you know I was going down the aisle as they were coming up and we sort of looked at each other and smiled like twice. Then obviously you go home, um, you bring up Craigslist, you go to Miss Connections and you post that experience on the internet, kind of like a message in a bottle, casting it out there, desperately hoping that that same person felt what you felt and also went seeking you online in misconnections on Craigslist it's very specific it's very specific, it's like love songs and dedications, except kind of less specific than that, because love songs and dedications you need to be there that, ex- at, that at that exact minute like, hey, this one's uh, going out to Mary from Dylan, Dylan says, oh my god Mary, uh, so soz about eating your hot dogs please take me back this one's for you Baby, come back. Dylan ate all your dogs and he's sorry and he'll buy you new ones, you know? My favorite remix of that song. Anyway, so Misconnections. This guy has uh, taken to the internet and written A Girl and Her Rhino, and this is in Cornwall Park in Bellingham, Washington, in the US. In the sun and the rain. I see you reading day after day, your yard unkempt but endearing, with flowers, and a spotted brown and white dog, a rhino stands guard in the bushes nearby. It's a busy street but you don't look up as the cars pass you by, you just sit on the steps, sometimes your long legs stretched and others curled beneath you as you keep warm in an oversized sweatshirt, you just read. Who are you? Dare I say hello? Would that interrupt your words? I wonder who you are. What's your dog's name? And the rhino? You just keep reading. So obviously, uh, rhino lady, if you're out there, someone's looking for you. But am I the only one that got the vibe? When I first read this, I was screaming. I was script. In fact, I had to call David just to read it out to him so that I could share this with another human being at the time that I found it because it was, it was. I mean, you've now heard it. Isn't that crazy? Just a little bit. You know, I know we all get goofed up on that love thing, as we said at the start of the show, but it feels. Like, and I'm hoping this is a point of reference that you and I (laughs) share. You know Dan from Gossip Girl? Everyone's favourite program. And then he went on to do the show You on Netflix. I don't know the actor's name. I just know that he's Dan from Gossip Girl. Anyway, Dan from Gossip Girl did the show You. That's, I feel like this character, I'm going to put a picture of him on the screen, obviously, but... I feel like that character is this guy. I just picture him like in a in a like a you know a pulled down baseball cap, you know with his with jacket sort of pulled up and him sort of like with his back turned towards the property glancing over at her as she reads in the in her front yard. Like this 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 is, this isn't a misconnection. This is, I've been stalking someone for a while now and fuck, I really would just like to know their name before I kill them because what the fuck is it? That's, hey, no love fang vibes on this one for me. Just a lot of concern. A lot of concern. In the sun and rain, I see you reading day after day. That implies that he's been there multiple days. So if he knows that she's outside, whether it's raining or sunny, then it's it's been a prolonged period of time. And he even says, "I see you reading day after day." So this is a this is a consistent thing that he's that he's doing with his time and life. It just it's it it's. Hey, this one feels soaked in crime juice. It feels soaked in voyeurism first of all <laughs> like I don't know and he's noticing like very strange details like oh it's a busy street but you know she doesn't look up when cars drive by so I might be able to attack her then maybe he's trying to get the rhino you know he seems very interested in the rhino I'm just saying concerning I'm concerned rhino girl I'm very concerned for you Bellingham Hills long border you're mesmerizing and beautiful I stand there motionless every time I see you going down the hill long hair flowing in the wind I don't know where you're coming from or where you're going a mystery that flashes before my eyes, can't wait to see you fly down the street again stay safe street rider it's my favorite bit it's the only reason I included that one hey stay safe street rider mwah (laughs) I just enjoyed that one. Man, I really hope street riders stand safe out there. It sounds a little bit like a local hero. Man, it's been a couple of days. I sure hope street riders staying safe. Haven't seen their long hair flowing in the wind. The mesmerizing visage flashing before my eye. What the fuck is going on? You go to other like misconnections places and it's like Ohio. Another friend of mine lives in Ohio. So I was like, I'll dip in on that. I'll see what the, what um, Cleveland, Ohio is like. Cleveland or Columbus, Ohio. It, it doesn't matter. Um, and all of those are just fucking. Everyone just looking for fucking. So it's weird that there are like these little, it, you know, the, the, <laughs> the content. Of misconnections very much changes depends, depending upon uh, where you are in the world. If you're in Bellingham, Washington, well, first of all, if you're in Brisbane, Sydney, or Melbourne, the content is nothing. Uh, if you're in Bellingham, Washington, it's a lot of very poetic stalker talk. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's actually my favorite genre of uh, fiction. Poetic stalker talk. Yeah, and then and then you go to other places and it's just fucky, fuck, fuck stuff. Like, hey, I'm this. I'm looking for that. Do you want it? Let's fuck. Like that kind of stuff. Very to the point as well. Obvious eye contact at Lakewood Freddy's. Me, unmasked male, 48. You, masked female. So very, you know, COVID times. Pretty eyes, hair, and a healthy physique. Couldn't see if you were smiling, but I noticed that you looked back several times as we passed by. Not sure if it was because I wasn't wearing a mask, or if you actually had been attracted to me. I guess I'll know if you see this. (laughs) I like that it's like, hey, I saw this chick checking me out. Not sure if it was for public health and safety reasons, health concerns. Or if it was because she was picking up what I was putting down. But either way, hit me up. Let me know. You know, did you want to fuck? Or were you just, were you just concerned that, uh, you know, I was sort of very flippant with my own health and safety and everyone else's around me? Let me know. You know, reply, reply to this message. Couldn't tell. Not sure if you want to fuck. Well, fuck me up. Leave me a message truck truck driver with a dog in the front seat getting off the freeway i'm a blonde girl i was wearing jeans and a nasa t-shirt with a gray and black jacket i probably seemed like a crazy person staring at you i saw you getting off the freeway at meridian you had a blonde dog with you and he looked just like my dog that i lost last year i know it probably wasn't the same dog but I noticed that the dog noticed me and it seemed like he was freaking out, like he was excited to see me. I'm probably tripping and just being hopeful, but I hope you see this and I hope if you've only had the dog with you for about a year that you contact me so I can get him back if it is him. He was my everything, his name's Louie. <laughs> hey, if that's my fucking dog, could I like get it back? Thanks. Hey, try calling him Louie, um, a couple of times and just see if he sort of responds to that or gets excited. And, uh, if he does, you know, obviously reply to this and give me, give me my fucking dog back. So I just sort of like how presumptuous it started to get as well. Like if you've only had the dog with you for about a year, uh, contact me so I can get him back. You drove, like, you drove past someone. Saw a dog that resembled your dog. I get it. Like if it is your dog, you know, blah 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 feelings and words. What are the odds that you are you are cruising down the freeway and you just glance over and there's your fucking dog in someone else's car looking back at you, excited as fuck to see you because what's up? That's my owner. Um, and <laughs> you just have to veer off in separate directions on the highway now. Constantly plagued by the thought, was that my fucking dog? Did this fucking guy have my dog? You know, I hope it pans out for you. I hope uh, uh, that is Louie. I hope that he's safe and that this dog stealing piece of shit gives him back to you. Alternatively, if it's not your dog, solves for calling the owner a piece of shit. So um, that's it for... Another week of my favourite segment, Misconnections. I personally feel, you know, closer to the world, really. If I think about it, the world. Yeah, definitely feel more closer to the world and people around me. I'll still scream like, get back! Like when I'm at Coles and Woolworths and stuff. I'm just sort of grabbing my packet of Tim Tams and I say, six feet! 1.5 metres! You know, but... Just super excited to um, be connected with people again. <laughs> and speaking of getting connected with people... Young U.S. men are having a lot less sex in the 21st century. A recent study shows. I'm going to make a couple of assumptions because, again, I haven't I haven't read this. The headline. Normally, I read enough to be like, okay, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. But even the headline was enough on this for me to just be like saving all of it. So I'm going to make a couple of predictions. I think the reason men are maybe having less sex in the 21st century is because. You know, video games are pretty good now. Um, Netflix, you know, can finally watch all of those Scorsese movies, you know, that I've been putting off. And, um, you know, graphics are just so good. And porn, let's face it, the proliferation of technology and media, you know, can sort of just like tap in, tap in, tap off, you know, in a couple of minutes that was the worst the worst (laughs) the actual worst my prediction it's mainly going to be technology based i think is is going to be my prediction for why men are having less sex and because more of them are snowflake beta cut i'm just kidding Uh, (laughs) sexual activity among young american men has declined sharply since 2000 with nearly a third reporting no sex with a partner in the prior year, according to a survey study published on Friday that suggests social media and electronic gaming might be filling the void. What did I tell you? It's just, you know, it's like classic World of Warcraft got released, you know, it's already a grind to hit 60. And then it's like, if you want to be rank 14, you want to get that high warlord, you know, grand marshal title, that takes a lot of dedication. You know, and you can't, you know, sometimes, sometimes you've just got to make sacrifices and not enough people are talking about that, you know, to, to earn your high warlord title. Not enough people are talking about very specifically that one thing. So, I don't actually play Classic WoW. Well. Um, I played the original one, was a huge fan. Let's say too much of a fan. Way too much of a fan. Anyone who's ever played WoW knows exactly what that means. (laughs) Just... You know when... You know when... You get to a point where you're like... If I don't... If I don't... If I don't get rid of this... Then I'm rat fucked. Absolutely rat fucked. Nothing else is happening. You know... You just... you, You know when you've got that like vice... And, hey, no one else is going to fucking get rid of it for you. And you know that you have the self-control. Let's face it. It's quite obvious looking at me that my self-control is paper thin. However, removing video games, it's something that, you know, has needed to be done at certain points in my life. And maybe they trickle back in. Maybe an Overwatch game here or there. But... (laughs) a weird insight into my life. I guess... Well, hey, fuck it while we're here. Um, Let's swim around in this for a minute. Yeah, I just... I mean, especially now that I'm, like, freelancing two days a week. It's very easy when you're... And I'm sure a lot of people are figuring this out fucking... um, With more and more people working from home. I don't work from home with my other job, just my freelance stuff. So... It's very easy when you're responsible for your own investment of time into certain things or allocation of time to just go, nah, and just play video games. So I know that for me to not play video games instead of working, you know, my freelance work, the video games just have to be deleted. I can't if I give myself I'm a piece of shit. I'm s I am a piece of shit. If I give myself an inch, I will take a mile. So <laughs> I'm just saying the video games are gone, you know? They come and go in and out of my life. And it's been many a moon now since I've played a game. But some part of me, part of me is like part of me is kind of super jealous of people who are just like they have their nine to five and then they come home and then they're like thing is like they play like dungeons and dragons with their friends or they go to like uh you know one of those like games tabletop games places or whatever and play with people or they just you know they have some like rp mmorpg thing that they play and like that's it that's it thing They're fucking happy. They're content. And it's like, I have this stupid fucking idiot brain that just wants to make stuff and constantly be moving forward. You know? That's not like, does that sound like a weird, I'm not trying to make that out to be a weird flex, even though I don't really think it could be one. I'm just saying, like, I'm jealous of people who, like, are just content. You know, with their... Fuck, is that sad? Anyway, let's get to people who are more sad than me. People who aren't fucking. Um, (laughs) The trend is concerning as sexual relationships are important for well-being and health, researchers note. The survey found that from 2000 to 2018, nearly one in three US men aged 18 to 24 reported no sexual activity in the past year. That's because they like Reddit and stuff. And Reddit is where... You go to die. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Just, hey. Essentially, all Reddit is really is just sort of like people who are into a thing and then there's like, you know, micro communities on there. So, I don't really know why I have such a problem with Reddit. I think I have a problem with like the stereotype of Reddit in my head, which is like the fucking dickhead nerd people who like gatekeep stuff and they're elitist and they like shit on anyone like it's it's no one's ever like oh um yeah good good yeah interesting insight and i also let me add to that it's always someone being like hey it's just someone kicking the door in and being like hey let me fucking tear every piece of that down and then tell you why you're a fucking idiot It's been my limited experience on um, Reddit. And sort of like I just see that I hear a lot of other people like that sort of. Everyone that I talk to who is like into Reddit and then I say that, they go, yeah, well, there's that. But and then then it's like, but then there are these other things. It's like, yeah, but it's still mainly that though, isn't it? Uh, The lack of sexual activity or sexual inactivity was also on the rise among men and women aged 25 to 34 during the survey period in the report. Sorry, the report in the journal JAMA Network Open found JAMA Network Open? J-A-M-A Network Open is what you called your thing. JAMA Network Open. Okay. (laughs) Here I am shitting on things, just like doing the thing that I... (laughs) Don't like that other people do. Again, we've covered it. I'm a piece of shit. Um, Possible reactions for the decline in sexual frequency may also include stress or juggling work and intimate relationships, as well as the prevalence of other forms of solo entertainment. You know what that means. We know what that means. Solo entertainment, huh? 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 Masturbation. Um... Quote, there are now so many more choices of things to do in the late evening. Okay, they also meant like video games and Nintendo Switch and like, you know, crossword puzzles on your phone and shit. So, that's what they meant by solo entertainment. I sort of just thought it meant sex stuff, but that's fine. Um, So, there are now more things to do in the late evening... Than there once were, and fewer opportunities to initiate sexual activity if both partners are engrossed in social media, electronic gaming, or binge watching. Gene Twenge from the Department of Psychology in San Diego State University said in an editorial accompanying the report by analyzing biennial survey data between 2000 and 2018 from nearly 10,000 men. Uh, 10,000 men and women aged 18 to 44 years, researchers found that 16.5% of respondents reported less sexual activity in 2016 to 2018 versus 9.5% in 2000 to 2002, mostly among unmarried heterosexual men. Well, okay, so it's like almost doubled. It went from 9.5% to 16.5%. <laughs> Of course it did. Like, what were you doing in the year 2000 on your computer? Oh, yeah, babe. No, I'll, def- I'll come to bed. It's like I've almost beaten Minesweeper. <laughs> um, sexual activity was largely unchanged among unmarried women, along with no notable decline among gay men, researchers reported. So, single women have always just been like... Um, No. (laughs) They were like, oh, really? Men not really getting laid, huh? It's not my experience at all. Not my experience at all. Always been able to fuck if I want to. And then gay men have also been like, yeah, me too. Always been able to fuck. What's up with straight dudes? What's happening? Do we... Where do we... Are we dropping the ball? Are we shit? We just shit at it. Hey, um... Do you like um, cars? What about like, um, do you, what guild, what's she guild called? Ah, uh, they don't, and they're gone. And they're, <laughs> and they're gone. Uh, <laughs> given a preference for men of higher socioeconomic status and the larger number of college educated women than men, some young men may find it difficult to form heterosexual relationships, the researchers note men who were unemployed or had lower income were more likely to be sexually inactive as were men and women who were students so if you're unemployed or have less money you're less likely to be fucking well doesn't that it doesn't that go back to like hunter-gatherer like um biological you know women want you know heterosexual women want men who can provide or are powerful or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, are we that shocked by research saying, hey, women prefer to fuck dudes um, who have more money than um, someone who is unemployed and has no money? Does that seem weird? Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, yeah for uh, yeah cuz thinking about that no dude is like uh yeah i was going to i was going to have sex with this uh chick um been talking to this chick on tinder for a while and then we were going to have sex and then i found out she actually is of pretty uh low socioeconomic standing so can't fuck her i guess <laughs> just seems weird that like there are i think there are like less things dudes are taking into account for you know um their potential sexual partners than women. Women are like, well, they gotta have this and this other thing and like that. Cause like I have standards and I'm not gonna lower them for it. And it cuts to a dude, and he's just like, um, does she want to have sex with me? Because then yes. <laughs> Higher income could mean more resources to search for partners and could be considered as more desirable by such partners. Study co-author Peter Uita of the Karolinska Institute in Sweden said in an email, while outside the study period, the COVID-19 pandemic that has left many unemployed and fearful of infection is likely to exacerbate the trend. The consequences of the outbreak on sexual relationships is an issue that warrants monitoring, Uita said. That's interesting. So someone who's like, so ladies obviously less inclined to have sex with someone who or form a relationship with someone who is unemployed. But what if you're would that translate to now? Or what about um people who are in jobs that have seasonal unemployment? You know what I mean? Are they less likely are they are their numbers are their numbers up on season and then down off season? interesting it's just interesting that women have like you know more um and hey for good reason you should probably have more 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 reasons to want to forge a relationship with someone or have sex with them then um but do they think i'm hot and they want to have sex with me yes then yes driver crashes then stabs himself in beaverton portland oregon What began with a pursuit of a a suspected drunk driver ended in a self-inflicted stabbing Thursday night in Beaverton, according to the Washington County Sheriff's Office. The Sheriff's Office said deputies received a report of a possible drunk driver around 9pm. After finding the car in question, deputies attempted to chase it and pull the driver over. However, after the driver ran a red light, authorities were forced to momentarily call off the pursuit. A short time later, the driver crashed on Rosa Road. As deputies approached the driver's side of the car, the man inside stabbed himself in the stomach and then the chest, the sheriff's office said. Deputies began administering first aid until medics arrived and took over. He was rushed to hospital and remains in critical condition, authorities said. The driver has not yet been publicly identified, but is now being charged with DUI, attempt to elude... Reckless driving, reckless endangering, and failure to perform the duties of a driver—failure uh, to perform the duties of a driver. So, <laughs> sorry, that's not funny. But if I am rolling around to the window and I'm like, I'm the cop and I have my—I've got my flashlight up and I'm about to get to the driver's side window and I'm like. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to give me your driver's license and register. Oh my god! And he's just in there, like, ah! <laughs> you know, a little funny. That's a little funny. Not gonna take me alive, coppers! It's just a DUI. Cool it. Ah, fuck, is it? Oh, shit. Alright, get an ambulance then. I have done a number on myself. Uh, That's going to do it for this episode. If you're a supporter of the show on Patreon, if you're a uh, producer-level patron, stick around, stay tuned for the post-credits bonus question. Very much like I say it all the time, like a Marvel movie over here. You sick of Marvel movies yet? Probably not. Uh, (laughs) Post-credits style. We have a post-credits... Uh, bonus piece of content, so stick around if you're a Patreon supporter, uh, if you're not yet a supporter on Patreon, head over to patreon.com forward slash one weird podcast, check out the tiers, you know, there's, there's plenty of goodies to get your hands on, early episodes, behind the scenes, bonus content, uh, go check out the tiers, if there's something on there that tickles your fancy, or you just want to support the show, support me, uh, become a patron today, it's essentially just like a, subscription it could be a dollar a month could be three dollars a month could be five dollars a month whatever you want it to be um and then depending upon how much you pay there are certain you know benefits and rewards that you get you know if you're into that if you've never done pay- patreon before that's essentially how it works but uh yeah go check it out you support the show uh again very special thank you to the people who are supporters of the show shane sam our producer patron sam guys i say it all the time but you know, super appreciative of the fact that you, you you back it with your bucks, you know, which is a whole separate level of commitment, which is um you know, you tell you know when you because it's like you know when you tell a friend about something or you show something to someone, and now that's a reflection of you. maybe I shouldn't be saying this <laughs> um yeah, and then I get and then so I guess like paying for something is like, you know, just, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's amazing that I can make this thing, you know, in my house with a fucking microphone and a camera, and there are people who like it enough who listen every week and like it so much that they want to, you know, kick in a couple bucks and support it. So, again, thank you, guys. I very much appreciate it. If you want to keep up to date with all the things going on with the show, You can head over to the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are all at one weird podcast, or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at my pixel persona. had to remember that for a second there. And, uh, don't forget, share the show with a friend. Word of mouth is king in the podcasting realm. Uh, particularly if you're not NPR or a celebrity, (laughs) um, Anyway, the, the battery's flashing at me, so i got to get out of here. Uh, leave a review wherever you get podcasts. Share the show with a friend. Uh, you know, let these algorithms know it ain't trash over here. So, again, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 67. Come back for 68, and I'll see you next time. Peace. 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 Bye. <laughs>